Sinking. One, two, three. Shit. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. Fuck your yeah. diary, you piece of shit. Tom Little ass bitch. <laughs> That's the Neville Longbottom I want to see. Imagination. I almost made a very inappropriate comment and I bit my dog. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you, buddy. Oh, see, bro. Guys, I bro. See, we know this guy comes out of left field. Nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of, out of, out of the mist. <laughs> out of the mist in the trees. No joke. So somebody would be sitting on the toilet and all they would hear is arms down, head back. <laughs> Hold on! Hey, what's up, Internet? I'm Frank from Studio 232. And joining me, as usual, is... I'm Polo. And I'm Smitty. How's it going, guys? It is going like shit. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> well. <laughs> what's what's wrong, Polo? It, it's... Um... Ah. Gestures vaguely. <laughs> da, da, everything. Just everything in general. Things are going terribly, but just in, in a vague sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, generally speaking, yeah. <laughs> I, I finally quit that fucking mobile game I was playing. Finally, Hooray. after all this fucking time. And now I'm trying to find a new okay. fucking mobile game. Ah. Yeah, no, told my alliance today, I'm just like, I can't fucking take these fucking assholes anymore that are on here. They're fucking pieces of shit, and that is the problem with that game, because it's a pay-to-win game, and they all paid to win. So, mm-hmm. and they're, they're a bunch that's, of fucking assholes who think they know best, and will refuse to try anything different than what they think. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> life is too short to deal with assholes like that. Like, it, re- it is. Like, you gotta think... I don't know how much time I got left on this earth. I ain't gonna waste down people like you. Peace, motherfuckers. Uh, my alliance was cool, but like the other, the other alliance, they they, they can all go to hell. Fuck them. There you go. There you go. Take Fuck that you. other alliance. Yeah. You, you gonna go back to Pokemon Go? Uh, no, probably not. Pokemon Go is it's mid tier. Like it was fun when there was a lot of people, but there's not really. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Weed Ink. That's the one I came up with, which is it's it's all right. It, it's it's interesting enough. I there is a Tron level, and that's been pretty fun. Um, because like I'm running a weed business with a vague Tron theme, and everyone's dressed up in Tron costumes, but like 1980s Tron. But like out the window, oh. you can see the Tron cycles going by. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I fucking love this. It looks like a fucking arcade. I fucking whatever this is great (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh speaking of tron they had um a new home star runner halloween tune that dropped the other day Ah, Um, i think i've got like three or four of those behind (laughs) (laughs) that's like the past eight years (laughs) yeah exactly and like at a certain point i I kept forgetting to watch because like once a year home star runner is not enough to like remind me to check Homestar Runner, you know what I'm saying? Oh, um, I just follow Strong Bad on Twitter, so it's fine. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> um, so they they had a new uh, Homestar Halloween tune, and uh, the I think it was the Poopsmith, he was dressed as Rinsler, which oh. was uh, from Tron Legacy. And so <laughs> at the end of it, if anybody's never watched a Homestar Runner Halloween tune, I mean, I, I wouldn't blame you that we're talking a long time ago <laughs> almost long. 20 years ago that these things were that these things were coming out um 
at the end of it, they would just kind of, you could click on all the different costumes and they would just kind of have a little funny riff about whatever. And so at the end of this one, Homestar looks at the Poopsmith and goes, hey, hey, Poopsmith, I really like your evil Tron costume. And Strongbed's like, that's literally what that is. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, what do you mean? He goes, that's like a, a part of the movie. That's evil Tron. And then he goes, so Homestar's like, you mean that I'm not making a really funny observation that's wrong? And he's like, nope. <laughs> and I was dying. I was like, all right, that's great. <laughs> that That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good joke all these years later because of how many yeah. times he's done that. Which you gotta, you gotta be in the know for those fucking, Jesus Christ. That is, that is. Yep old old school of our friendship <laughs> there right fucking home star runner oh yeah us. we're talking we're talking like fucking freshman year of high school yeah <laughs> something like that i think is when i started watching home star runner so oh that was over that was over 20 years ago it was about so 20 years ago, ago right around 20 years ago <laughs> i can't honestly tell you what i started watching home star runner like i just knew that i did and that was it. I don't remember when it came into my life. Who introduced me? It might have been you, Frank, but it might have been before you because that was just yeah. how the internet was back then. Oh, I'm yeah, pretty of sure it was. Like, I just kind of stumbled upon it and I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, you like Homestar too? All right, that's cool. We'll be friends. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, um, I heard about it from uh, the people I had art class with. Uh, so it was it was Rachel and Corey. They they told me about Homestar. That, I was like, yeah. oh okay, cool. And so I just went and started watching. I was like, actually, this is pretty funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I watched it freshman year, but we didn't talk freshman not till the end of freshman year. Yeah, we started talking, even though we were introduced a year before that. Um, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> but like, I don't. I can't honestly tell you where or when I first saw Homestar Runner. I just knew that it was just a constant back then, and I watched them endlessly back then, on repeat. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what else was the internet for back then, you know? <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, yeah. Newgrounds. Newgrounds, yeah. <laughs> they had a bunch of Flash animations, and that was, that was it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's... Once a year, I, I, Homestar Runner is one of those ones I wish would just out of nowhere have a Netflix special, just out of fucking <laughs> left field. You just get hit with Homestar Runner Net, uh, Netflix season one. You're just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> like that. That would be just the best. <laughs> because like once a year, I honestly forget every year, and I'm like, all right, that happened. I should check that out, and then I completely forget about it every year i sent the link the other day i don't know what you want from me all right yeah i I couldn't make it easier for you (laughs) it it took till right before this podcast that i finally checked out the trailers you said so like yeah there was also a trailer for the new ant-man movie and there was a trailer for the guardians of the galaxy holiday special (laughs) which both of them look amazing they do yeah which i'm not gonna lie i I was sitting there watching the trailer. I'm like, who's this other girl? Who is she? And I'm like, oh, right, right, right. Cassie's older now. I forgot about that. They recast his daughter from Endgame. So, yeah. Uh, Okay. That also makes (laughs) sense, too. Uh Uh-huh. It's a different actress than who played her in Endgame. And I was like, well, that's fucked. (laughs) What the hell? 
Maybe she, yeah, like, maybe she found another mo- like project or something. and like, Maybe uh, it could be that. Weird. I don't remember. I remember it being a thing that she was recast and the original actress put out a statement, but I don't oh. remember. But like, oh, okay. I know, I know this, this one that's in it now is kind of a bigger name than the other one. So like that kind of makes sense. Hmm. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like what happened Strange. with, um, with Hawkeye's family. Cause I think, so in Endgame, one of his daughters is actually kind of like a, a decently like well-known actress. She's like real up and coming. She's been acting since she was like a little kid. Um, she was in, she was in uh, the last Batman movie. Uh, well, actually, I can't even say that anymore. She, <laughs> the last <laughs> good set of Batman movies. She was in The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, she okay. was a little Talia Al Ghul. Um, she was in like an episode of New Girl before. Like she's done a ton of fucking things, and she was uh, Hawkeye's daughter in Endgame. But then she was recast when Hawkeye the series came out. She's like, I'm not. I'm busy. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so they yeah. they made it be another little girl. <laughs> I was like, well, excuse us. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too good for your Disney Plus show. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, right? What's that? Poor, uh-huh. I feel like that's poor planning on Marvel's part to not get them signed into those contracts. I, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they weren't thinking of Hawkeye the TV show when they were going into Endgame. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I mean, that was... Shit, when did they film Endgame? I think they filmed Endgame and um, Infinity War back-to-back. So we're talking... Ooh, probably 2017-ish, right? Yeah. When they were filming those? 2018? Well, because well, sounds... no, because uh, Endgame came out in 2019, and so the yeah. Infinity War would have been 2018. So we're probably talking 16, 17 when they filmed those movies. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus> yeah. <Christ>. yeah. <laughs> it's so long ago. It's, it's been a while. But yet it feels it a, like it was Much different. It <laughs> yeah. does. And it was a yeah. much different MCU back then. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the so MCU. different. <laughs> the MCU has tra- changed drastically in this this ever always literally the whole time uh <laughs> like right off the right off the bat we saw that in she hulk where they were talking about the abomination he was like I'm, i was literally a different guy back then you absolutely yeah. were you were at norton <laughs> then <laughs> and apparently the she hulk writers tried like tossed around the idea of getting edward norton to reprise his role as bruce banner in this instead of mark ruffalo and i was like why would you do that literally why (laughs) (laughs) because they could i mean yeah it's for the joke i get that but also like don't fucking do that (laughs) you don't go backwards like that you don't do that no (laughs) it feels like it'd be like bringing terrence edward back for roadie and you're just like oh it's this guy again why is it yeah, this guy no, again? That would that would be the worst. At least like Ed Norton, you know he's a solid actor. But like Terrence Howard, awful, awful. Like Don Cheadle did so much better in that role. Like entirely, yeah, he's he's, mm. he's great. Honest, honestly, Don Cheadle's the fucking man. I can't wait for him to get his own fucking movie because he deserves it. Because oh yeah, it fucking he is he is knocked out the fucking park with that role. 
be, but Terrence Howard, I would not have wanted a roadie movie. I'd be like, who the fuck cares about roadie? That's what I would have said. I know. If that, if that line would have continued, I would have gotten to the point of being like, a roadie movie? Who the fuck wants to watch that? <laughs> but with Don Cheadle, I'm like, fuck yeah, give us that roadie movie. <laughs> I know. Like, I kind of like War Machine more than Iron Man sometimes. It just has like a concept of the, the character itself. Not, not like yeah. Tony Stark versus roadie or anything, but War Machine yeah. versus Iron Man. Like, <laughs> War Machine always looks so badass and he comes in with all these fucking guns and shit you're like fuck yeah look at him he's so cool yeah. looking and yeah. then like you know his one missile didn't work or whatever but <laughs> yes and then you know they get like 48 different iron man suits and he gets like three different war machine suits <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah, yeah exactly. whatever but yeah no i definitely i'm definitely excited for all the stuff especially this, this the christmas special that looks to be stupid and i love it <laughs> i know um, it looks like stupid fun it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah it's just yeah no that's just all of it sounds amazing um because yeah it's it should be certainly interesting to see where that goes um just because yeah it's gonna be better than the Star Wars Christmas special, that's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't mm. think that we were getting more Marvel this year on the TV, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess we, we got that. Was that a series? I thought that was just I think it's like only a, I think it's a one off. Like it's where a we're yeah. night. Which I'm I still down. haven't watched, but probably should before Halloween, because it feels very Halloween y. <laughs> yeah, I did Stranger Things again because I was feeling nice. that vibe um and just well like my girlfriend's still on like season three so i threw i was just i was like i want to watch stranger things she's like oh i think i'm still on season two and then i put on season two she's like i remember this whole season i'm like so you watch this season so you're on season three yeah yeah we put on season three she's like yeah oh yeah this one i don't remember i'm like okay perfect this one's great <laughs> and go. then like she like kind of fell off on that but like i was just like Nah, I'm feeling the Stranger Things vibe. I'm like, I need to rewatch season four because it's been so long. I finished it last night and I was just <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is so good. And I still like, OK, rewatching it. I know we brought this up when Stranger Things came out, but I want to bring this up again. Um, we brought up the fucking when Hopper brings, pulls out that fucking sword out of fucking yeah. nowhere. This time I was paying attention. This time I was really trying to focus in and be like, look, is that sword ever fucking shown? And like, I still cannot, I don't see it until it just kind of manifests. Like there's a setup (laughs) for it where you see weapons on the floor there. So there is a little bit of setup for it, but I'm still convinced to this day that Hopper manifested that sword into reality <laughs> just so he could be the badass who kills a demigorgon with a fucking sword because <laughs> apparently was, yeah apparently it's when they're going to get like the weapons out of the weapons locker it's mm. in there so it's just kind of inferred that some rando off screen grabbed it and died with it um yes. i saw a screen grab of it but like i don't I don't recall seeing it, and I don't recall seeing anybody with it. And then all of a sudden, there's a sword. It's like when Neville pulls the fucking sword out of the sorting hat. He's like, ha-ha, I have a sword. And you're like, where the fuck did that come from, Neville? God damn it. It is is (laughs) very much in that exact vein of just, where did you get that sword? And we very well could have brought that up last time. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) That was months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Or like the fucking dude from uh, Anchorman. Where did you get a grenade? And he's like, ha ha! (laughs) (laughs) Where did this come from? You're like, doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, where where did I 
killed the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's she gonna trident? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It, it's it's very much that, but with with Hopper very specifically, like I feel like he just pulled that out to just be this badass and just manifest in this fucking sword because he wanted to. Like there were yeah, a sure thousand not. other ways to, <laughs> and that that was the other thing about it is in the beginning of it you see. He has to grab the spear with the with the stuff, but all he needed was a fucking sword, and he could have wrecked that fucking demogorgon the whole damn yeah. time. And <laughs> that means he let all those other people die because he wanted to. He wanted to show off later. He just wanted to escape with his buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, they were all commies. What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he just he just fucking like all he needed was apparently a sword, which. As I'm like watching it as a D&D fan, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fighter pulls out a sword to to do this battle. And of course, he's he's got enough levels at this point in the fucking show that he can do fucking whatever, whatever he wants <laughs> because he's just got he's, he's just a high enough level character because he's gone through so yeah. much shit at this point. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I pull out a sword. And they're like, what? Where did you get a sword from? I pull out a sword. I pull out Conan the Barbarian sword. And you're like, what? Uh, roll for pulling out a fucking sword out of your ass. He's like, nat 20 plus my fucking strength roll. <laughs> like, god damn. All right. Hopper pulls out Conan the Barbarian sword. I, okay, sure. <laughs> that, that's exactly This is ridiculous. That's ex- 100% what happened is there. That, that more and more rewatching Stranger Things, and I, I know I've definitely talked about this, but I feel like they actually played this campaign. Like, somebody, like, they sat down at a table and they played it out to see what would happen. And it wouldn't surprise that, me, yeah. Because it's so, it's so D&D heavy, which they, they mentioned multiple times. All the monsters get named after D&D characters. Like, with... It also, so it's, like, started heavy in the D&D in the first season. Oh, yeah. You know, there was, and, there was a lot more of, like, yeah. the parallels. And then they certainly did some of that this season with, yes. um... You know that they literally had that parallel going uh, next to each other, and that was actually pretty cool. But um, yeah, yeah, it certainly Vecna, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it certainly wouldn't surprise me if that's a thing that they did. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. It's like I mean, you see what happens in the campaign in the fucking, which makes me think that they just wrote like one of them was the note taker in their campaign in the eighties and remembered all this shit. So, like they just I've absolutely had ideas about that too though like having some sort of just kind of i mean maybe not specifically D because i've never like really Mm -hmm. played it but just having that kind of like uh we're all gonna sit down we're gonna have this we're gonna play out this story however it goes and then just transcribe that into some other medium um just because because then you would get ridiculous shit like that, where it's just like, I pull out a sword. Where did you get a sword from? Uh, the ground. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What do you mean there's yeah. a sword on the ground? Yeah, there's a sword on the ground, and it's Conan the Barbarian sword. That's not going to work. It will when I roll this nat 20. Bam! And you're like, okay, fine. It worked. Why not? <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it, why not? That, yeah. that, is a, that is very D&D in itself. Like, there's a lot of just... Anytime... Any DM, any good DM knows that your group is going to fuck with every single thing you set into motion and you are, you just have to adapt to that. And I'm not a good DM. Yeah. Like I, I've wanted to be that kind of level of DM 
where you adapt to an asshole pulling out Conan the Barbarian's fucking sword out of fucking nowhere. And you go, what the fuck? <laughs> I have been listening to yeah. uh, a D&D podcast from Squad Team Force recently. Mm. Um, it started like, I don't know, maybe last year. So I've been listening to it a bit, uh, which I was hesitant to do just because of some of the people involved. And it's actually pretty good. And, like, it's, it's very much the same way where, like, there was one part of it where they had to, like, the the main boss of, you know, the, the arc that they're in is, like, at the top of this, like, clock tower, right? And so they get over to, like, the, the base of the clock tower and they're all, like, trying to figure out how the fuck to get up there. Like, oh, if we scale it this way, if we do this, if we do that. And so they go through all of this stuff and then in the they do these like little wrap-ups between uh arcs so like three episodes later the dm gus from rooster teeth he goes listen you literally should have just walked over and opened the door (laughs) at the base (laughs) of the clock tower like there were all these things on all the different levels of the clock tower that they would have had to go through they're like but you came up with this convoluted system of climbing the side of the clock tower (laughs) and we're going all the way up that we had to skip all of this stuff (laughs) and they're like oh (laughs) like it's this running joke that uh the group of people playing just don't understand how doors work because every time they get to a door like all right how do we get through this door can we do this can we do that can we do this and like when the simplest answer is always let me see if the door's open and they just walk over and try and open the door yeah (laughs) they never do it (laughs) you just do a perception check to see if it's trapped and then you keep it moving it's not that fucking hard yeah (laughs) they'll talk for like 15 minutes and and then in the wrap-up they were like they're like full dis- like full disclosure we cut out probably 2 hours of them just dicking around trying to figure out how to get through this door and like get up the side of the clock tower and like explaining this explaining that and blah 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 they're like we cut all of it out cuz it was nothing nothing happened like they went through all of this and all they did was skip probably two episodes where the content they just fucking skipped it <laughs> i i had something like that happen once in a campaign the, the DM kind of set us up in a world, but didn't really set us in any direction, right? Uh. So so we're like, all right, it's a town. They've got to have like a wanted board or something. So we went to the tavern and we found the wanted board. And the only thing there was a fucking cat. So we spent the entire game session chasing a fucking cat. And the DM at the end of it, why'd you spend the entire game session chasing a cat? I'm like, it was the only thing we knew to do. So we spent the entire game session trying to get this fucking cat. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's bad on the DM's fault. Like, you you need some sort of direction. Yeah, you gotta put something there. Yeah, We had to have something, and the only thing we had was chase this cat. So we chased the fucking cat. And that that was the whole campaign we just that was it <laughs> yeah no one can fault so you on that i mean bad. yeah well the dm should have went well you see you know fucking this board and there's a cat and you see this thing and you see that thing what do you want to do all right <laughs> you, have so, to, you have to have an eventuality for all of these different things because and especially i know you people yeah. <laughs> so speaking of that uh i'm going to ask you something frank and i'm going to see if you can guess what happened I'm playing a D&D campaign with Nick. What did he do? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Complete insanity. I feel like that's an impossible question to answer because 
it's, it's literally not, who the hell knows. <laughs> he he became the DM. No. Oh. But what did he <laughs> do? It, it doesn't matter. He, he, he just took over. He's like, I'm the DM now. Yeah, he just he ruined the game. He yelled, he flipped the table, and he left. <laughs> Think left for dead. He killed everybody. <laughs> he set everybody on fire. Yeah, that's exactly Close enough. Did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, every time, I don't know how every single character he ever made always had an attack that could damage the party if thrown at the party, and he always threw it at the party. Every yeah, time. That's, that's, a, that's a Nick special right there. And it <laughs> Light was everybody multi- on fire. <laughs> it was multiple char- different characters that this happened with, and I'm like, how does he always have a grenade? <laughs> like, <laughs> that too. Why is he carrying a multi? He's like the guy from New Place, uh, the Good Place, who's just like my answer is always to throw a Molotov cocktail. Now you got a different problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we would play Left for Dead with Nick, if yeah. if there weren't four of us, he would always kill the NPC survivor. Don't know why. Uh, he just would. Um, he would always if. <laughs> If we're getting hurt by a hunter, instead of shooting the hunter, he would throw fire at you. So, yep. <laughs> his his reasoning was, well, it killed the hunter. Well, yes, and it also killed me because I'm there on the ground on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> if there's Every a tank time. and the tank happens to be in front of you, he'd throw fire at you and run the other direction. And so all of a sudden the tank's on fire. And I'm like, why is the tank on fire? And then now I'm on fire. I'm like, why am I on fire? And Nick is like, the tank does more damage if it's on fire. I'm like, Dude, why did you light it on fire? What the fuck? <laughs> I also don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would no, be that... an insane mechanic of the game that things did more damage if they were on fire. And give the player the ability to light them on fire that would be an insane thing but he always said yeah. it <laughs> god yeah every time yeah that doesn't surprise me in the slightest not at all yeah he, he tried to kill an unkillable npc once that was fun that that also sounds right yeah mm-hmm. yeah no and yeah <laughs> there, there there there's a lot of uh that that's the problem with dnt like trying to find that like perfect dm who can control the story perfectly is part of the bigger challenge in itself because it's not it doesn't come natural to everybody there's a lot of work and and reasoning and trying to understand that your party is going to fuck you no matter what they (laughs) no matter what like you're going to have an idea in your head and it is going to go out the fucking window like right through early on in that campaign which is almost a guarantee um, which yeah, is part of the fair. fun of it when you're playing the game, and, but when you're the DM, it's just it's just constant face pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there there is a lot of stuff like that where Gus is just like, let me let me try and get this straight. You're trying to do what? <laughs> like yeah. they'll explain it, and he's like, uh, okay, make an yeah. athletics throw, and like they'll do it, and he goes, no, you fail. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just, just like no matter what, the, no matter what the number is, he's just like, no, it's not happening. And then yeah. like the other people start laughing. No, and like Gus is just having no part of this. He's like, I'm having no part of this. Yep. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not letting that happen. Although other times they're like, I want to do this, and he goes, uh, sure. <laughs> like, just the most like unsure tone of voice. He's like, 
yeah fine let's see what happens <laughs> and so they'll yep. like roll and they'll fuck it up and he goes yeah it didn't work <laughs> you fall flat on your face <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i i have been on both sides of the table of fucking with dms and being fucked with at, when i'm being a dm <laughs> and like to this day the 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 running arc that i still have Years ago, I was playing this game called World of Darkness. World of Darkness is closer to our reality, but with, like, werewolves, vampires, and shit. It's not so much D&D, and it plays with a different system. It plays with a D10 system over the D20 system. Uh, not that that matters to anybody who doesn't know what's going on with the game. Either way. <laughs> so, I'm playing this game, and at the time, I was very much into Saints Row the Third. Like, just remember that as I'm telling this story. So, oh, my no. character... <laughs> who who i the thing about the thing about world of darkness is you actually got experience points for role-playing more and i love the role-playing aspect of dmd i play my characters to how i write them. so that character was like a like a loose cannon kind of character and i remember i was playing the character and i had to drive and chase somebody down so my answer to trying to get to this person faster was to jump out of the moving car and keep it moving after the person. Just that was fun. <laughs> I just tuck and roll. I did an athletic. Uh, no, it wasn't athletic chicks, but whatever it was. In, well, I haven't played this in over 12 years, but like uh, I was I read I, I read after the person. I was fine to this day. And uh, you brought brought them up earlier, so I'll bring them up again. Corey was the DM for this game. To this day, I still don't know if I killed an old lady or not with that car. Corey <laughs> rolled the dice and said, there was an old lady there, rolled the dice. And Corey goes, I'm not going to let you know if you killed them or not. I know, but you never will. And I still do not know to this day if I killed that little old lady or not, just because I that's, was just... That's a very core thing to do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it has been 12 years. I still don't know if the old lady died. It haunts you to this day. A little bit. I've told, like, I have, I said this story recently to somebody at work, because I'm like, I bring it up, because I'm like, I still don't know, man. I still, I, I, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to message Corey tonight and just be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> that World of Darkness campaign, it's been 12 years. Tell me if I killed that old lady or not. Corey's going to be like, what he the fuck remember. are you talking about? Yeah, I don't <laughs> they, know they, they what don't you're remember. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, things about time we wrap up here. Absolutely. All right. Uh, any final thoughts? Check out more at studio232.net. Uh, and and go vote if you still can. Go I do. I I can. just voted I, yesterday. I, put put it in the put it in the box. I think at the time it. this comes out, I don't think you can. I think it's over. Oh, <laughs> it might. Well, I think it might be Mr. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yesterday. Yeah. Oh well, you're too late. Yeah. Sorry. You better had voted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Don't worry, no spoilers for Wakanda Forever because it's not out yet. Yeah. <laughs> not where we live. Yep. Thanks for listening. Uh, goodbye. Bye, everybody.